With us today is Governor David Patterson. And uh, we, we were together on Friday at the Police Athletic League lunch where, where uh, uh, Mayor Eric Adams spoke and everybody was silent in the room. We had 300 people in the room silent waiting to hear what are these budget cuts going to mean. And Governor Patterson, uh, everybody in that room is concerned. Uh, there's more crime than ever before in the city. Uh, and uh, there's crime even in our neighborhoods where you live in the Upper East Side. I live in the Upper East Side. Uh, they smashed up the, uh, the CVS store on 84th Street the other day. Um, what can we do to keep our city safe? Because we don't want any more people to move out. Well, the mayor's in a very difficult position. He's in a position very similar to the one that I was in after the fiscal crisis of 2008. So what he did was he warned us all in September. He didn't come up with this at the PAL luncheon Friday or in the press conference on Thursday. And he said that there would be wide sweeping cuts because we've had to put so much money into working on trying to find places to house the migrants around the city. And there have been 145,000 migrants that have come into this city basically since uh, the second quarter of the year. And, so his budget is going to inevitably be 5% cuts at least for every agency in the city. No agency was spared from this. Now, the 19 members of what's called the Progressive Caucus, which are the very concerned members of the Democratic Party, all of them who did not have to run for election this year, in other words, they uh, were, uh, their, their terms are, were uh, not, not up, they have vowed to fight this, and they call these cuts unnecessary, dangerous, and destructive. And maybe in some respects they're on the right track, but here's the issue. If you want to spare the cuts to particular agencies, it's just like your family budget. If you don't want to spend money on a particular, uh, if, if you want to reduce the amount of money you're spending in a particular area, you're going to have to take the money from a different pot, and that's the classic problem that legislators have always had when it comes to budget negotiation, whether it's the city council, the state, or even the House of Representatives and the Senate of the United States. And so what's going to happen, basically, is the only way that Adams can affect these cuts is to go to some of the major agencies. And the Department of Education is going to be cut by $500 million. That's going to pretty much wipe out uh, the uh, pre-K programs, and it's also going to uh, 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 wipe out the summer rising program, which finds recreational activities for young people during the summer where they otherwise would have been in school. And that uh, is really going to be a challenge for private organizations like the PAL that you chair, John, to try to fill in the gap when the city pulls the money out of there. It's a very dangerous situation. And it is, uh, but it is serious. And uh, some people are kind of implying that the reason is that the mayor hired uh, for-profit organizations to help try to place the migrants. He did. And uh, it does cost a lot of money, but that money pales in comparison to the amount of money that's being cut in this particular budget. It's a tough thing to do. You have to stand there and look the public in the eye and tell them we'll get through this but the road ahead is going to be pretty uh, bumpy, and that's where we stand. Governor, I mean... If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. 
CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. If you or me uh, were mayor, the first thing I would say, all the people not, not showing up for work Monday through Friday, why are we paying them? Well, that would be one way that you could cut the budget by uh, 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 guaranteeing mandatory attendance. And when people don't show up, they, they would lose their jobs because we are, you know, a year and a half at least ahead of the away from the pandemic. Now, people should be able to come to work. But yeah, I mean and that's crap. And in Washington, Governor, I understand eighty percent of the federal offices are empty. I, that's another problem. I, I know somebody who works for one of the agencies in Washington. As far as I'm concerned, they, this person lives in New York right now and only goes down there for meetings. That that can't happen, particularly here in New York, with this kind of a crisis be, befalling us. And for those who uh, you know, regret what is happening and say that they want to fight it, I invite them to go ahead and fight it. But they've got to fill in the money that would be lost. And you can't just always tax the rich. And the mayor did say that he wasn't going to tax anybody. Well, I'm just concerned that more people will leave New York if they cut. The, the rumor was they're going to cut 5,000 police officers. Either cut 5,000 police officers or not hire to make up for the ones that left already. Well, this is really very sad. They're not going to cut or, or in any way defund the police, but they're going to have a moratorium on hiring, which inevitably is going to mean that there aren't enough police officers to sustain the need for, for their presence. It's another area where the mayor begrudgingly gave in. Believe me, John, Mayor... Uh, Adams did not want to cut the police department at all. He was forced into it because he's going to have to negotiate with these city council members who are very much against seeing the uh, police, um, you you know, uh, appear to be uh, getting preferential treatment against the other agencies. So that's why he didn't do it. But now when it comes time to actually negotiate, he is going to have to uh, m- make everyone aware that everyone's going to lose something in this budget negotiation. This is where we are. That's where we were in 2008. At the time, you wouldn't believe the things they said about me. Uh, now I go to these lunches and they ask me, when am I coming back? But the reason is because I think in, in the midst of crisis, people are very concerned and they're very irreverent about their leadership. But when they actually end, they remember who stood up and who didn't. Governor, the other additional thing, I think the budget last year, if I remember correctly, uh, was like $98 billion, and this year it's like $110 billion. Can't they just go back to last year's budget? Well, they probably can't because they, they don't have the resources to, to sustain it, and that's why they've had to drive it up. But it's, it's a real problem when you come to trying to negotiate with the city council members and you know, the city council members are human beings and they see uh, people from their districts losing services that they used to have. Uh, what are they going to do about all the children that are uh, not going to have some of the help from the uh, Rising Summer program that I talked about before? 
And, um, and it's laudable that they have that sensitivity. But they did run for office. They do serve in government. And they have a mandate to keep the budget balanced, lest the city fall into default. And that's the last thing we'd ever want to have happen. Understood. Uh, we've got 30 seconds left. Anything else you want to say? Well, I just commend the mayor for coming to the PAL luncheon, for getting right in front of the cameras, uh, sustaining what he had said he would have to do in September. As they say, it's lonely at the top. He may be feeling a little lonely now, but years from now, I think people will say that he did the right thing. Understood. Governor David Patterson, thank you for your input. Thank you for your wisdom. And we'll catch up again real soon. Thank you, John.